0: And now from Grid Square Echo Mike Forty Eight, this is 100 watts and a wire. Woo! Sing it,
1: Ric Flair. Okay, nothing. Okay, there we go. People are looking in now as we go live to this. It's amateur radio amplified on 100 watts and wire. It's Christian, and uh, Steve came back and was like, Part of my contract is I'm going to need to be wearing my sunglasses. And I was like, Well, bitch, I got sunglasses too. And then uh, Scotty's like, No, I got some sunglasses too. So we're all going to wear them. If he's going to wear them, I'm going to wear them. So that's why we're pompous right now. So if you've got some sunglasses, go ahead and put those on. Mine are so scratched up and fingered up, I, I can't even see well out of them. And a bunch of old dudes now wearing their glasses. Scotty's like, I can't see anything. I can't see. I can't see. But we look cool. Oh I can't see anything. I can't see anything. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Where you guys at? I, I don't even know if are we you? look cool. I don't know. But we hello. look like fools, hello. what we look like. <laughs> Welcome to episode number 405, you guys. Whether you're an experienced ham radio operator or just getting started, this podcast was created to mentor, entertain, and provide a community for ham radio operators to come together. We do this Sunday nights at six o'clock Central Time. We try to hang out. I don't know. There was also some talks of medicinal,
0: what do they call it? Scotty, the weed. I don't know. I
1: don't know, what do the kids call it now?
0: I can't keep up. I can't keep track of all the the, the different cushy, slang for the things. So.
1: Ushi kushi, the purple earples. I don't know. Steve's out there where it's been legal for a long time. I don't
0: yeah, know. West Coast boy, he would know all about.
1: He that would business. know about all that stuff. But tune in to us on Sundays you if you can, and uh, we'll look like this at some of the time. All right. So there you go. Uh, I don't know how long we'll wear these glasses, but uh, if Steve's going to do it, then I'm going to do it. Scotty's going to do it because we I can't be read one up.
0: So I'm going to have to switch him out <laughs> because I can't see a goddamn thing. <laughs> can't see anything.
1: How are we going to work? We're just like, hey, oh, good lord. Oh, okay. man, okay. we're all going to. Talk- oh, 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 actually in in the chat oh, oh, look at that. <laughs> Wow, look at Hi these guys. lights. Look at <laughs> look at all these things. Diva Steve is here, W7UDI, Scotty, KC3BXN. My name is Christian, and uh, my call signs K0STH. We're happy to have you here. We've got a few topics that we'd like to hear from you. We're going to be sharing some ham radio, uh, hamvention stories. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things where everybody should probably get out to the Dayton hamvention at least one time to experience mm-hmm. it. And uh, the three of us have did not make it out this year for various reasons, but uh, it's on our topic list of things to talk about. If you have a question, put a cue in front of it, and we will do our best to answer those. We've got some coming up later in the uh, this episode. We'll try to tackle for anybody who may be struggling with a question, and we'll 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 give it a shot. We'll also talk about the tune up, the 100 under Watson wire tune up. That's June uh, 9th, 10th, and 11th. You can transmit. Any bo, any uh, what is it? Mode, any time, any band, whatever you want to do, get on the air. Any power,
2: whatever you want. Any
1: power, and uh, (laughs) post up in our Discord um, server, and uh, we'll come work you. It's a chance for us to get out and get uh, portable, if you can. But you can do it from the comfort of your own shack. We encourage you just get on the air. It's an excuse to do that. We'll also talk about some portable uh, creature comforts. Uh, Steve wanted to know what other people were using As a creature comfort when you go out You know we're all Of a certain age and camping has come up With my kids I have a hard time sleeping on the ground Anymore it it just hurts My body to do that but when we go out And operate portable or we're camping What are those creature comforts Share with us In the chat but let's catch up With the guys it's been a minute And uh, so we want to catch up and see what's going on. What's going on out West with you, Steve, uh, anything new?
2: Oh, it's been hot. It's been a, uh, just a warm today. Finally, we kind of got back down into the seventies, but, uh, it's been cooking. And, uh, but along with the heat and humidity, we have a lot of lightning. And, uh, for the last few days, it's been, uh, it's been pretty wild. It's as my
1: wife would say, heck, it's like being in Kansas. Oh, wow. That sounds like it. Well, I know you have some family. you got some people out there, mm-hmm. right? And that's not too very far from where I am. We're, we definitely have 80, 81 degrees today as we go to uh, game time, 6 o'clock here, central time. It was nice, though. I mean, you had a nice little breeze in the shade. It was really nice. But I feel you on that, those hot temperatures. We went from rain, 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 day after day, lightning and rain and whatever, to poof, 92 how you like that? And we're like, geez, <laughs> don't like it. Sinuses and all that.
0: Here, I'll have some steamy one. Gordos.
1: Have this. Yeah. Don't like the Gordo <laughs> Express. Right over your head there, Scotty. What about hot you? Hot gordos,
0: you, hot gordos over here. <laughs> hot gordos, everybody. <laughs> get your hot gordos here. <laughs> get your uh, hot it's gordos. Been a, it's been a little. Uh, it's been kind of cool this past week. Just uh, today, it kind of got back into the uh, upper seventies. It's quite lovely. Uh, doing some walking on Main Street, but we've been uh, below. I guess slightly below average temps for this time for our average this time of the year. Okay. But uh, haven't had much rain. It's been nice and cool and dry and.
1: Yeah. Nice and cold and dry. Unlike uh, the steamy,
0: steamy, steamy, uh, steamy north, uh, northwest. Unlike in, uh, the we the steamy weather here in the middle, mid-Atlantic, but not, not yet. <laughs> it's coming, though. I know it's coming. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm reminded. <laughs> this reminds me of a funny scene from The Sopranos, and Tony goes and meets up with one of the boys, and I think it's one of the guys from the New York crew, and- He's like, hey, how's things in Florida? And he's like, you know, hot and hot, hot and steamy, like my balls. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a, the thing from the Sopranos. And Tony just gives him uh-huh. a look like, damn, okay, <laughs> all right. Well, this weekend is the uh, was the uh, big. Usually ends around one o'clock on Sundays, is from what I remember. And it is a big to do. I know Steve had plans Uh, usually almost every year that i've known steve over the last decade he goes to uh, the dayton hamvention and it is a place where we've always talked about camaraderie hanging out with the fellas Mm -hmm. and sometimes that's the best part of it i think steve we're going to talk a little bit about this i know scotty's still getting it on his uh to-do list and hopefully maybe Mm -hmm. we can all go together at some point it would be really fun to do 100 watts and wire type of gathering at that big ham Uh it's one of the big ones people have called it Mecca in the past. What does it do for you, Steve?
2: Oh, yeah, it's just uh it's for me it's like 4 days of ham geekton that just I got a chance to just get my geek on and uh go out and enjoy the uh, the hobby, the people and the uh the vendors and the exhibitors, you, you name it all. Just just being around everybody in the hobby for and being around a, a, just a group of people that, you know, we all share the same, uh, same passion and, uh, and the hobby together. So it's, uh, it's a fun time. Uh, the Green County fairgrounds, a great place, uh, to be there. It's, uh, it, it's really, really cool. I mean, harrow was awesome in unto its own right, but it was, uh, it was having some issues there in the last few years, but, uh, there's a lot of history at, uh, at the old harrow arena, but, uh, you know now where it's at the Green County uh, Fairgrounds. It's its new traditions are being uh, made, but it's a great place to be to to hang
1: out for three or four days, however long you're there in uh,
2: in the Dayton area.
1: Share your stories with us if you have any highlights from past years. Some of the ones that stick out from you mentioned the old Hera Arena, and that that was an interesting venue. And you know, mm-hmm. there's some stories that go with that. It used to be an old hockey stadium. And then I don't know how many years ago, but it seems like maybe four now, Steve, where a, was it a tornado that came and just kind of, there was took a- Took it out, yeah. Took it out. Like it wasn't even, and it, of that period, there was talks of before the move and and then after the move to Xenia, which is I think about 30 minutes further out, um, mm-hmm. but I really liked it. It is a really nice place, but- There was talk about Hera Arena and there was always this sort of talk about, well, maybe they'll bring it back and we go there because, you know, change isn't good for a lot of people. And certainly hams were not like, I don't know, all these good things. It's tradition and moving it to Xenia was not accepted universally at first. And there was some talk about, well, the bank owns Hera now and then maybe it'll get revamped. And there was always like this glimmer of hope that Hera Arena was going to come back and host us again one day i don't know you remember feeling that steve oh yeah no it was
2: always us so it was 2016 was the last time uh hamvention was held at uh, hair arena and it was always the year you know 15 and 14 there was always oh yeah we're gonna revamp it in fact they uh was it i think 15 they had um a signage up and they uh, said, yeah, we're going to revamp this place. Here's some artist renditions of how it's going to be. We're going to fix it all up. And it was kind of like, ah, I don't know. You don't, <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. And then finally in 16 was the last one. And then shortly after, let's see, it was in August, I think of uh, 16, when it, uh, the family just said, we're done. The, uh, and that that was the the end of Hair Arena, and then they they scrambled to to get down to to Green County Fairgrounds, and in that point it was, yeah, there was. I remember being there the first year and uh, was really taking it in, and okay, I like the change, uh, but there was a lot of people that I talked to, and uh, you know, I just walk up to a couple ofs and just old guys and hey what do you think of it so far i hate it i wish we were back at hair and it's like well hair has gone it's not going to mm-hmm. be here so what do you think of this this place sucks and i was like well, then what the f are you doing here mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh it was just uh you know there's many of us in in our <clears throat> in our group here that they just don't want to change they they like the old the the old ways and it's like well come on you know it's not going to be and and then a few years later it was mother nature took care of it and said nope uh, hamvention is never going to be held at hair arena ever ever again and now it's just uh, uh just a big asphalt parking lot so yeah it's uh, <laughs> that was really, it, really
1: it, strange and it was like oh wow <laughs> it 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 was definitive it was almost like guys. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, I give Steve credit here. He's very like a realist, you know, he's a, you know a man's man. You know, I've considered myself a realist too. It was like, we've moved. It's moved. Deal with that. And let's carry on. Let's, I don't know. Let's carry on. Let's move
2: forward and go from there and make it great. Make it, it's not going to be Hera. Enjoy what Hera was and have your memories. We all have our memories of Hera, whoever gone to Hera. But now we have Green County Fairgrounds and it's, it is great it's a they are just bending over backwards to accommodate and for once hey take it in and uh, enjoy it it's uh it's been a huge improvement in my opinion but you know haters will hate and always be there
1: so go suck it haters yeah.
2: <laughs> jesus christ <Yeah. laughs>
1: I will say, this man will say what he wants to say, and uh, I'm going to let him do it. I'm not going to get yeah. in the way.
2: Gotta, who cares about the haters? <clears throat> I'm going to cool out. Ah, here we go with
1: the glasses <laughs> again. Yeah. I'm going to have to get a- my, a- <laughs> my aviators on. I-
0: it's in the contract.
1: I, You know, I went, uh, my first year was, geez, I want to say 15, because I 15. was doing some yep. stuff with Ham Nation there, and... Mm-hmm. Bob invited me down to come, and he had all the connections. He had the parking and the like, the access pass. It was all access, and I just was like, "Bob Heil said, you better give me that hot dog and that extra large beer." And they were like, "You know, like okay, 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 okay. 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 Yes, sir. All right. Okay." And I remember getting so lost. Uh, none of that is true except for the stroke that Bob Heil has uh, in the ham radio community. That part is true. Um, but I don't need hot dogs. So you, that was your giveaway. So <laughs> the beer, yeah. You know, Bob Heil said, buy a beer. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do anything. Never do that. I, I went down there and I remember being so turned. Or, oh, hello? Was that Bob? <laughs> Is that you, Bob? <laughs> Is that Bob calling? <laughs> I don't know. I better get that quickly. That was, uh, I better check. Just just better uh, make sure I get that call when it comes across there. I don't know how. Messed that up. I remember being so lost in Hera Mm -hmm. Arena. Just, I was by myself. And I remember talking to Amanda um, from, uh, she didn't go this year. And she was like, oh man, if, you know, if I was there, I'd show you around. We would go around at, at least together. And I didn't have that first like experience. And I ended up meeting you there on the setup, I think on a Wednesday Mm-hmm. at the uh geez what's that hotel the plaza was it it was the crown plaza and we did
2: uh, the ham nation uh show from there on wednesday night so
1: that makes there sense. at the at the crown and it was great there was pizza and people were there and the show was live i've got some pictures if i'd have thought about it i would have posted them up that was kind of a fun deal but i met sidecar there aka diva steve Uh, He's taking on Diva thing. I think he was named... Weren't you named Diva by our 001%? We have one lady in the audience, and she's named him Diva. Now look at him. He's got glasses. Let me show you his tech writer, Uh, what he needs. And Scotty, we'll get into that later. We were... uh, Steve was a little concerned that Scotty didn't wasn't going to make this make the trip, as we say on the radio, because maybe he was getting his hair did. And I said, "What you mean?" He's like, "He's probably getting curls put in his hair." I said, like, "I didn't pay for curls. <laughs> he's he's goating me all up, like you know, like so you know there is a, a bit of a it's dynamic product and
2: all that other good stuff." <laughs> yeah,
1: I can't just water in his thing. He just gets <laughs> bottled water and maybe a sink. But uh, yeah, I didn't know. But I remember getting so twisted up in Hera Arena. It was like this maze. And I'm like, where do I I want to go to Audio Row? That's where I wanted to go. And I needed coffee. I remember needing coffee, and the coffee wasn't ready, and I got so twisted up. And what I did love about Hera Arena was getting there early, like the day before, like Wednesday, Mm -hmm. and they're setting up on Thursday. And you could see all the vendors setting up inside this hockey arena which was really cool and uh you could kind of go touring through it so the load in i guess you'd call it was was pretty cool part for me my favorite though was the uh field uh out there in the like the flea market man and that was the mm-hmm. coolest part of all of it I, I remember thinking like you can get in you may have even said that to me you can Buy all the things from the vendors online. Like you can see it in person, and that's cool too. And you can kind of touch the the the, the knobs, if you will. But when you go out there to that flea market, you're like it's oh, rows God. and rows of just Rose. everything you love. It's mm-hmm. imagine going to the flea market and seeing one helicraft or something on a table, and going. <gasps> this is rows of it. Like don't even go spend your money yet, dude, you better do a lap because everybody here has everything you love. Like, and, uh, it's a, it's a bunch of men walking around with, uh, uh, pudgies. I like to say that. With, to get that past HR.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's true. It's not a
1: selling point, but everybody kind of deals with it. We all sort of know that we're all walking around. Um, but anyhow, uh, that was that, and the, the infamous story, I suppose, that everyone can't let go is the floating poop that came through. Mm-hmm. The story
0: of that. Do you <laughs> poop know that one?
2: Volcano. <laughs> do you oh, know I that
0: was one, there, Scotty. I, I've I have heard I've heard of it. I heard this yeah. this uh, the scenario. I was uh, not there to witness it firsthand, however. I don't oh, remember. Oh,
2: I was there. I was. Tell there.
0: Tell us a little bit about <laughs>
2: that. Oh, it was just you know right out in the in the in the parking lot, in the flea market and all of a sudden here comes this eruption. And, uh, it was, uh, Volcano, it, it wasn't an eruption. And it just started, and that part of the parking lot kind of had a little bit of a slope, and it just started heading downstream, and, there, and the brown trout's were just heading downstream. And it it's was, a
0: long, it's a long plume. <laughs> it
2: was the craziest thing, and it was like, holy smokes! But I gotta hand it to the to. Um, The hair of folks and everything. So one of the things they had was they had lots of porta potties uh, outside the the flea market area, and the uh, so they were constantly being serviced, and the uh, the the crew got got onto it and they uh, they started dealing with it, but. if if you kinda remember Hare Arena and then you had the building and then out towards the parking lot, and then there was that old golf course that was uh across um from the uh, parking lot. Well, that was the leech field of the of Hare Arena. It it was not connected to uh to the main sewer line. It had its own leech field. Well, it was uh <laughs> it was overloaded <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the brown one trout from florida oh, they were, they were
2: they was, they, uh, it was, it was it was crazy and wow. let me
1: just tell it you was, the, the diet of the ham radio operators does not lend itself kindly to this situation <laughs> <laughs> they are eating nothing but terrible food for your body and it it's the kind of food that awful. needs it needs to pass quickly like it has to go so yeah it was it was brutal it was like, yeah
2: oh god that one restroom uh, set outside of audio alley so uh, you came out and you kind of went off to the right and went through another area it was like holy smokes these poor people i don't know how they handled that uh, that space it was like oh my god
1: no come back Come back! Come <laughs> on, back. You, but it sinks. <laughs> It'll be gone soon. No, they won't stop eating out there. This is bad news. Oh man, and so it funny. was,
2: uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it, it was uh, the people that were downstream were were horrified. It's like, what is this? Yeah, I bet and, they were. Uh, but overall, it's <laughs> it's led for a uh, for many many years of. uh <laughs> of stories and there's people they don't believe it it's like yeah it happened I was yeah. there I
1: saw it been <laughs> it's, there done that
2: it's didn't been, step uh, on it but I saw the brown trout <laughs> this just 100 in 100
1: watts and a wire <laughs> news it has been characterized as a volcano effect toilets <laughs> bursting brown trout details coming up later <laughs> Oh my, let's talk about this week in radio history, the brown trout. That's a nickname nobody wants to get, that one for sure. There might be someone here in the chat that we could refer to as brown trout, but...
0: Oh, that's a good nickname for someone. The
1: idea that they were floating and swimming along in this endless sea of...
0: Oh, they were swimming along.
1: (laughs) I'm sure later on there was some dried up ones going i guess the water stops coming we'll just die here on this hill like a worm on the sidewalk oh man well thank you for that steve that first-hand account from a man who was there let's mark it and send this to the broadcasting uh history whatever may 16th 1946 jack mullins demonstrates a magnetophone at the institute of radio engineers convention the magnetophone steve do you remember this it was oh a magnetic God, yeah, tape been... recording mm-hmm. and playback device used mm-hmm. by Germany during World War II. Mullins used the technology to design his own line of tape machines and found it, the Ampex Corporation. How would you know about that, Scotty? Of course, Scotty found that one. Yeah. He lives in Ampex. May 20th, 1901. We were all much smaller and younger back then. Different day. Reginald Fessenden applies for the high-frequency dynamo. They were short on names back then, I think. Brown Trout. Brought to you by <laughs> Brown Trout. This portion of the show. Uh, his patent and his works went toward developing a wireless telephone system. His HF Dynamo is especially an AC, is essentially an AC alternator that creates a continuous HF signal carrier. Which could then be modulated. This became the foundation of AM radio transmission. So Reggie, we used to call him Reg, Reggie Reg. E- Typically Reggie. Mama called him Reginald Fessington. And in May twenty-fourth, eighteen forty-four, Morse telegraphs. What hath God wrought?
0: Jesus Christ.
1: From Washington, <laughs> DC to Baltimore. And there you have it, there you have it. I want to tell you about uh, PowerFilm Solar and GigaParts. This is the time, friends, I mentioned it a little earlier that I was told they'll probably pump the brakes, pause, and evaluate the data. This is how it goes. That's Uh a nice way of letting me off the hook, saying, uh, we'll wait, maybe we won't come back. I don't know. I don't know, we'll see. But one way and one easy way that you can help is completely transparent between us. You know that's family. Her Hamlet. So fam, PowerFilm Solar and Gigaparts are providing quality solar power solutions for your portable operating needs. You might need something for the tune-up. To explore PowerFilm's selection of quality products, visit Gigaparts.com and search 100 watts. Again, if you do that... Oops, let me get that. Oh, I'm hitting the wrong buttons here. Pardon. Pardon. That's enough of that teletype machine. Thanks. Uh, go to Gigaparts.com uh, slash 100 watts and just click. Click around, look around. Those clicks will be evaluated. Uh, at some point, they'll determine if they want to come back and sponsor. Again, I'm not tripping either way, but this is just how this kind of business works. They want to see engagement from you guys. If you want to open up browser now as you listen or watch, click it. Maybe it'll help. I don't know. I'm not so sure. But you can, if you find value in this, we are what we call listener-supported. Mostly our community supports us. And if you dig it, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash 100 watts. It's an easy as a easy way to support. You can go to the website. You can look for the gear, get yourself a sweatshirt or a hat, whatever you want to do. Or just hang on. Hang on and do what you want to do. We have a dipole level, which is a dollar an episode. And so for just $4 a month, which is actually cheaper than a cup of coffee, from the capital where Steve lives out there, of Starbucks, I think they get more than that uh, for one cup oh God, of brew. Yeah. Uh, it's so visit pricey, it's crazy, right? And uh, people mm-hmm. are lined up to do it all day, every day, mm-hmm. at all times of the day. So good on Starbucks for making that cash, but uh, you can su- support the uh, content you enjoy and the community at Buy Me a Coffee. Thanks to a few people, Marcus Leader. Uh, Kevin, he's K E 2 V N. Great call sign if your name is Kevin for sure. Also, Kilo Charlie Zero, Kilo Yankee X Ray. Garth, Garth is uh, his name. So, Garth, and uh, I think it's Garth Miller. Also, K0LTL and K4LSM for being new supporters of the 100 Watts and Wire podcast. We appreciate it. And now. As per his contract, a proper introduction must be done for Scotty. Kilo, Charlie 3, Bravo, X-Ray, November. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, he's got some events. I'm working on it, man. I'll, I'll work on it. I'll do better like next it, time. I like, I like where it. it's headed. I like where, okay, like where you going it's, with it. It's a good start. I, I'm supposed to end with like a, either uh, an animal like a moose sound. I can't get them. I got to make the sound of a moose. Like it's got to be a big, strong animal. So I'm working on that.
0: Scotty, so what's going on? The sound of a brown, sound of a brown trout. Yeah, the
1: brown trout. dude. How do they, they hook <laughs> on good or what? They just kind of push right out of their lip. Good grief.
0: <laughs> what, uh, what is going on? Let's see. Uh, next weekend, May 27, 28th, they have the CQ worldwide Worked all prefixes contest. The CW version. Uh, also, uh, this coming I mean, this week is national EMS week. Um, Nice. n4e november 4 echo, uh, echo is doing a special event station out of gainesville florida may 22nd through the 28th indianapolis 500 race number two underway w9 ims you can uh, make the contact and know that the race one had a lot of action going on mm-hmm. may 26 and 27 vietnam veterans memorial special event station in kilo nine victor out of columbia city indiana as having a special event station May fifteenth through the twenty-fifth, Dog Island Islands on the Air, the expedition on North America number zero eight five. After um, I think that was Dog Island, Florida Gulf Coast. I think it's uh, KB four is the special event call uh, for that uh, for that setup, and uh, you can see a list of these and uh, and more on our events channel on the Discord server. Back well,
1: thank to you, you, Brown Trout.
0: You cannot call the boss, Brown Trout. <laughs> oh, I'll
1: see you in my office on Monday. Ain't that, some, ain't that a mess? <laughs> back to you, Brown Trout. Thank you, Baby Swiss. i uh, will uh, just be really uh, old AM or early FM broadcasters, and they called each other all kinds of strange things. Okay, Baby Swiss, back to you, back in the studio. Sunny skies with your baby. Here's Looking Glass and Brandy. <laughs> Well, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, see, this is problem. We get together and just nothing, nothing can get done
0: here. <laughs> nothing, nothing. No productivity whatsoever. No, uh, <laughs> I had an idea. So, no, No,
1: no. Out the door goes. <laughs> the tune-up's coming up, though, June 9th, 10th, and 11th. Any band, any mode, any time that weekend, there'll be some stations. Uh, several of them are probably here in the chat. You're looking at three stations here that'll be there. And... uh you can come, you can chase, you can get on uh, and operate yourself. Uh, it is encouraged to get portable if you can. Not everybody has a portable station, and we know that. So you can be at home in the comfort of your own shack if it's hot as hell, sweaty and hot and damp like the Gordos. Then uh, stay inside, cool them off, You know, keep them cool, get the big fan up and spread them out. And I get the big box fan going. It's Dad. probably best to be inside if you're spreading the
2: gordo's out.
1: <laughs> you, you don't prefer, want to be outdoors. <laughs> Put the box fan behind you so you don't suffocate yourself. Come on, now think about it. Technically, anyway, June 9th, tenth, and eleventh, we encourage you to get out, get portable. And this time of year, you know, it's we get these really nice days, and I'm hoping we have something mm-hmm. in early June used to be until we turned in the new Seattle around here that, uh, you know, it rains all the time. It's raining, raining, raining. And then all of a sudden, boom. Now we're at boom. 82 as we yeah. are, you know, half past 6 p.m. We talk about operating portable and I want to talk a little bit about putting, um, what I heard, there's some talk about uh, Florida. We probably will be doing sometime splitting time, at least uh, Mama, I mentioned on an earlier Podcast. Mama's uh, got a really good gig. I'm really proud of her. She's going to be going down to Florida, and uh, if my situation works out, I'll be going too. If not, we'll be doing a little bit of a uh, commuting. Be that as it may, we've been talking uh, about uh, more portable. You know, I don't know what I'm going to be up against at this point, and I I certainly won't have it like I do here at the homestead where I'm. You know, lit can do whatever I want pretty much as long as I want to get out there and play around in the trees. And, and so I've started to get my head in this mindset of like, okay, you got a mo you got a mobile, you can do mobile, you can drive and do what you th- do, whatever. Yeah. And portable, maybe you're going to be a portable guy for a while when you're, you're doing that in case you can't. And I think there is an interesting, you know, there's plenty of HOA. Everybody doesn't like HOAs and that kind of stuff. But I mean, um, there are folks that try to get stealthy, and we can talk about that kind of as we go and do some stealthy stuff. But in terms of the tune-up being portable and kind of getting out there, it there's a um, there's a thrill about it. You know what I mean? Kind of uh-huh. finding that spot, and it, everything's different all the time. And you're setting up these different things. <clears throat> Let me go to Scotty on this because I know of of this team. He was uh, early into it. He was into the parks, and that's a that's a good portable you know, operation. And, and what I like about it is, you know, you drive up into certain places and well, damn, I don't have a tree. Maybe I'll use my vertical such and such, or I'll use my, you know, Scotty, talk a little bit about portable operations and what you dig about it and, and maybe what you're thinking about for tune-up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I got into the parks on the air kind of in their early days cause they're kind of a Maryland the guy, the president is, is out of Maryland. So I, I kind of got hip to them um, when I first got my general, which was cool and then um uh, I, I immediately put together a a, a portable portable uh, rig um i didn't have much uh radio gear at the time i probably more than i need right now uh, as we all do um but i put together a force a four base. um as a rack it's a kind of a padded rack for carrying audio gear it's a for for you i believe and a couple of those shelves you can put in and um racked up a bunch of stuff um ft 450 um a kenwood a tm tm 281 the T two meter rig um and a couple other little things um and that became my my go-to portable thing and it still is to this day uh, take it camping take it uh, use it on field day uh, carry it around with me uh, antennas i got into the wolf, wolf river coil um vertical uh, they're very popular uh, a lot of folks are using those and and i got into those and used that for a while i had fun experimenting with uh with different radial setups and uh, making a capacity top hats for it and I had some old tape reels some flanges from the studio so I was making top hats for it and trying to center load it and had a had a lot of fun with that um, this uh, using uh, aluminum window screening seems to be a, a hot new trend in the, with the Wolf River coils now I noticed on the uh, on the POTA Facebook page there's a uh, tons of folks uh, using a aluminum screen underneath just like a eight foot section or a seven foot section long of you know 36 inch wide screen for replacing screens on your windows and just wow. plop in their tripods right on top of that yeah. as, and using that as their radio field and everyone's claiming great results with that. So might try that out sometime in the summer, maybe field day.
1: What is it about portable operations that kind of, and maybe it's your situation at home too. I don't want to tip, tip you or lead you in any direction. I, what, but what is it about getting out and being portable that you like?
0: Uh, There's like this, uh, there's like this freedom to it that I really enjoy. Um, especially find a nice spot in the park or uh, or go camping. Um, I I like the idea of trying to find a, find a cool spot to try out an antenna. I like the idea of being out in the woods or out, out, out in the open, fresh air. Uh, I, I I enjoy the, uh, the strange looks I get from people that might be walking by at the park, (laughs) um, and talking to them about radio. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a, it's like the challenge of being there. You know, I have this stuff, um, and I'm trying to make a uh, some contact with somebody on the air. And I got a, I got a bag that some wire in it, and I got this little radio and a little battery. And um, it's, it's, you know, it's challenging. It's fun. Um, and it's sort of like there's a freedom to it I can't really describe. And it's different than being here in the shack where I'm, I'm tethered to all this stuff. I can kind of grab my stuff and just wander off and throw up a wire and be on the air. It's great.
1: Steve, we, uh, we we always talk about kind of getting out, exercising your mind and your body some and your equipment, mm-hmm. and those kind of three factors. And thinking about your mind, exercising your mind, that doesn't sound hippy trippy or me or, or whatever. I, I really do think, like Scotty said, there's a challenge to have everything you need. And maybe it depends on what you take it, right? I've heard stories, and there's probably some people here with us tonight or listening that have forgotten that one simple thing. And it's like, ugh, and it could be the linchpin, you know, or that kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about kind of getting yourself in the mindset of what you'll need and packing out and that kind of deal.
2: Well, yeah, it's like, you know, going anywhere and uh, you try to take what you need, <clears throat> what, what you can get by with uh, the way I look at it. It's like, okay, I, have, I need this, 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 and this, and then and then go from there, and then go all righty. But on the at the same time, being flexible that uh, you know stuff happens, and either you forget something you thought you had it packed in with your gear, you you forgot that you've taken it out of the out of the case to use it somewhere else, and then you go out and out into the field and it's like, oh, and, and not vapor locking and saying, okay, I don't have this. How can I overcome it? So it's on, on that part, it's the challenge of, uh, overcoming what, what you have and making it work. And then, and then just being out in the open and out in the, uh, um, wherever environment you're at, whether it's in a park or out in the middle of the desert or on the beach or somewhere. And it's like, okay, this is what I have. These are my components that I have here. These are what I can do to put up my, uh, you know, my antennas. So I can make this antenna or use this antenna or whatever. And, you know, thinking through the the process and then actually putting it all together and being successful, making contacts. And then and then from there, you know, doing it again and then try and make improvements and stuff. Um, but I think the, the biggest thing is just getting out and... Uh, like Scotty says, I mean, we're pretty hamstrung. You know, I'm hamstrung to all this stuff here. And it's like, okay, I know, you know, I got this, I got that, and boom, boom, boom. But out into the field, you you got what you brought. And uh, right. if you forgot it, then it's like, well, you know, man up and figure it
0: out and move on. Run what you brung.
1: A lot of good things. Right. Exactly. About Um, setting up antennas, you know, you get your steps in too. You know, you get out there and you move your body around and you're you're activating your mind, you got your body going, and then you're exercising this equipment, whether or not you take out your base station. Like, you know, some of the smaller rigs are suitable for that. You can do both. That's Mm -hmm. what's beautiful about them. You could take your whatever radio out into the field if needed. But uh, exercising that equipment, maybe it's a backup radio or maybe it's one you just picked up along the way and you want to try it you know, getting into the menus. And I always add this. I don't know if it's me or if anybody else does. If any, any of this is resonating with any of you that are here, click on that thumbs up and give us a thumbs up and let us know if any of this stuff is resonating with you. But I add in a, an extra layer uh, for myself because I don't, you know, I just kind of add in almost an, an emergency element to it. Like, what if I had to get out? Like, what if it's an emergency, and I'm the only thing. And I don't, I don't like depress myself. But I, am kind of thinking that way. Like both of the fellas said, there's a freedom to getting out there. There's a different look everywhere you might go. You might have a different setup. So okay, you got a plan B. If that's going to work out, I got a plan B. I'm actually thinking through the steps. But then I add this extra layer for myself. It's kind of the emergency communications, right? With the power, and maybe I'm ma- monitoring my battery. And I got to say, I, I was one of the guys, and maybe this is like you too, let us know, where I packed too much stuff. Like I took as much as my truck would hold. I didn't want to get stuck not having what I needed, so I took too much. And then after that summer or whatever it was, I cut it back dramatically. Like I started cutting away. And then you start to feel like, well, all right, am I really editing things down the right way or am I shooting myself in the ding ding here? By being out there and not having it. So I, I, yeah, I add that whole layer. There's kind of a three prong approach to the portable ops. And, and I think the, the reason why the parks are so uh, interesting is you got a different view every time, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's something different. It's something cool. And anyway, uh, June 9th, 10th and 11th, that's what we're doing. For the 100 watts in a wire. Tune up if you have any questions. Put a queue in front of them. We can talk about that if you'd like to talk about it. I want to know what you're going to use. Go to our Discord server. We have a tune-up channel in there now. You can tell us what you're going to use. We'd love to hear it. And you might have the idea that we're all looking for. It could be very simple. And uh, maybe next week we'll talk about what we'll take out in the field. I've got like a bag of antennas that I'm thinking through right now so I'm kind of like I don't know we'll see oh. I put one up and the other oh. one might get jealous maybe I need to put them all up I don't know I'm gonna, you know like I'm going to do this for take 20 them minutes i take <laughs> them all like that's, that's kind of it right let us know what you're going to do we'll talk about that maybe mm-hmm. next week as we work our way toward uh, the tune up and I think we've got some more business We need to handle here before we get to. Do we still got some business? Yeah, we got some events going on. All right, so we'll do that. Oh, yes, there's the music. All right, so let's check it out. You can visit our website at 100wattsandawire.com if you're interested in getting your 100 watt ID. It also puts you on our mailing list. I need to get a little bit better at that and maintaining our mailing list. I got everybody's stuff. But I don't send out messages in bulk. But it does put you on our mailing list for when we have special things. And we talked about this a little bit. Steve and I have talked about this because I think our boy's got hit it. I think our boy Scotty is out uh, hosting in the town of Ellicott City on Friday nights doing his uh, karaoke. He gets I think it's called Naked Karaoke with Scotty and his friends. <laughs> Yeah, it's no, like, no, it's no, like no. the dead in Friends. He's got like, just whip it out. <laughs> Wednesday, Friday, <laughs> naked, naked night. Naked
0: karaoke is the thing. Uh, you know, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly hosts a uh, karaoke night on Friday nights. Uh, We're coming, at, right? At the, at the trolley, trolley stop in Ellicott City. It's right down the bottom of the hill. Yeah, she, every Friday night she hosts a, uh, a karaoke night there. So I was helping her out the first couple nights. and uh, But my Friday nights are generally free when I when, if I want and need them to be.
1: All right. Well, we're talking about doing maybe a monthly members uh, cohort, and this cohort would be the people who are members and supporting members and having a special, maybe on a Friday night where we get together and uh, we share our projects. We talk about things we're struggling with, maybe share some ideas uh, as a cohort. As a benefit of being a member and a supporter of 100 Watts and a Wire. So I encourage you buy me a buymeacoffee.com if you like, if you want to, because we're going to start that up and make it very casual, but maybe we'll go around the room and see what people are working on and try to help lift each other up a little bit as well. So it's a benefit of becoming a member. And uh, maybe some pictures of uh, some naked folks from Ellicott City. We can do that, right, Scotty? Yeah. And in there. All she's
0: right. throwing she's throwing Browns Hotel shots at me in the chat. Jesus. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> don't, don't set my boy off in there, Scotty. Wow. Kind of down the brown trout's down at the Browns. Browns, something else. They call yeah. it the Brown's Hotel. Right? I'm canceling my reservations
0: to the Browns. Naked we got karaoke this. and brown trout for dinner. We're going to be hitting uh, and then, some of then your. Then Ben questions.
2: will do the uh, naked yoga, you know, on Saturday night.
1: Oh yeah, the downward dog. That's something else when he does that. <laughs> naked
0: yoga, brown <laughs> yeah. trout, po' boy, and naked karaoke.
1: Wow.
0: Jesus Christ. Events are
1: here. We've got we some got questions some to get to. If you uh have a question, put a cue in front of it. We'll try to get it uh in there. So to speak, and we've got some questions we're gonna answer right after Scotty tells us about what events are happening now.
0: What do we got coming uh, on now,
1: this weekend? Oh The sexy event catalog, uh or let me tick two. The sexy The Sexy Calendar brought to you by Scotty kc 3 bxn
0: I'm working on the moose call. I,
1: I I know I put it in the contract.
0: We're working What's on it? the moose knuckle.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a tough
1: nut to crack right there. <laughs> Scotty go. <laughs> All
0: right, we got some hand fest coming up. We have on the 27th, Worm Fest in um, Pinellas Park, Florida on the 27th also um, Barra Springs Ham Fest, Township of Washington, New Jersey. That's up in uh, in, uh, Pastor Joe and uh, in uh, Uncle Paul's neighborhood. I'm well, area anyway. Eastern New Mexico Amateur Radio Club Ham Fest, Clovis, New Mexico, on the 27th. Also on the 27th. Uh, Seattle Valley Amateur Radio Club Hamfest in Piketon, Ohio and then what I just found out about literally right down the street in West Friendship, Maryland, uh, the Maryland FM Association's Memorial Day Hamfest West Friendship, Maryland, which is nice, just on the far side of the county uh, that's on the 28th and that's all I got here you can see uh, see these events and other things on the events channel on our Discord server. Alright, and if you are looking
1: for a Power Solution. Check out NO Power Offering the best lithium phosphate batteries for your ham radios. Visit bioenopower.com. That's
0: B-I-O-E-N-N-O-POWER.com.
1: All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. Oh. Okay. Cut the music. All right. We got some questions to get to. Um, I want to make sure we uh, give them enough time. If you have a question, you know what to do. Put it in the chat. And anybody listening to this, we appreciate you, and uh, you can join us Sundays at 6 o'clock. Most times, we take off the high holidays when it is like Mother's Day and things like that. Okay, here we go. Let's get our first question up for this week. Steve, what is Heliax and the benefits of those? It Heliax
2: is a basically—it's a coax, but it is uh, solid copper, typically— it's either corrugated or kind of a spiral. Um, it's uh, half. It could be as small as quarter inch. It could be it's standard sizes is um, half inch, uh, seven eighths inch and a quarter inch and five eighths. Uh, they go up to three three inch. Uh, but uh, the typical that we find in in our hobby, you'll find half inch and seven eighths, and uh, you'll probably find some f- inch and five eighths. Uh, Scotty uh, wants to
1: sh- us, he wants to show us a oh, quarter inch. Show us your quarter inch, a quarter inch, Scotty.
0: I have a piece some, of uh, oh. of heliax right here, right, right um, there. Yeah. What happened? So oh, there it is. A, so
2: yeah, the uh, the outer jacket is uh, solid copper, and then uh, the 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 center conductor. So if you kind of pan it around there, you kind of see it's a silver, but that's aluminum, and then uh, and then there's a copper uh, plating on the uh, on the center conductor. So the benefits are that it's, um, much lower loss versus like RG8 or, uh, RG58 or 8X. So it is, uh, if you're going to have a long run of, uh, and you really want to reduce your losses because you want all the power at the antenna not to be eaten up at the, uh, in the feed line, then Heliax is a, is an option. I run 200 feet of Heliax, uh, from my antenna panel outside uh, up to my, uh, my beam, and it's half inch, and just to reduce the losses uh, on HF, and uh, because it's, you know, we're talking a 200 foot run, and, uh, but if it was farther, um, most people that have, you know, towers or antennas that are quite a distance away from their radio operating position, they'll use uh, Heliax, and that's uh, one benefit of it.
1: Okay. 100 steve, watts and a wire and, and
2: the big disadvantage is the cost it's very expensive both for the connectors and the cost per foot so
1: this just in scotty and i are starting a band called Heliax run more on that later <laughs> in this show run maybe right. run
0: all right when's the Heliax you, double bazooka coming steve
1: Ooh, it sounds oh, heavy
0: <laughs> Ooh. yeah it's, it's gonna be a heavy one
1: somebody uh, asked yeah. on youtube if you got that uh what was it the uh, the one year you were thinking about the Maypole type of uh, oh the, double bazooka if, if I was taught I've
2: talked about Maypole antennas which are just right. basically a fan dipole but you've just you <clears> know, <throat> know set them up uh, in a Maypole configuration and uh, we could do one and I thought of maybe building one with a uh, fan dipole double bazooka so
1: that sounds really nice uh, and we could do it in a Maypole also. So. there's a question coming in from the chat from big Ben dirty big mouth ben. pirate. He is heliacs at what <laughs> distance should you consider using it?
2: Um, I would say a couple hundred feet and beyond, uh, you know, it uh, all depends. Look at uh, what you're comfortable with the loss of, uh, the loss you're going to run and what frequency you're operating on. So for, um, on two meters and UHF, if you're going to have anything over 100 feet, then you want to go, you want to run heliacs. That's because you're just going to lose too much, uh, uh you know, it, on UHF, a 100-foot run is going to be about 3 dB, give or take. Um, it could be more than that. could be 4 dB, so half your power is going to be eaten up in the coax, and then you're just uh you want to reduce those losses so it it depends on what frequency you're running ben and uh, where you're and how long your run is going to be and then your cost benefits if you can make up the gain with the antenna then you can negate the losses but if you really can't then think about reducing the losses so it's a number of factors you got to look into
1: A question from Sheena Marie. She's the 0.001% of our audience, which means the ladies. Uh, Sheena Marie wants to know, what is the loss of LMR 600? This may be one that would require a Mm -hmm. touch of research, but uh, if you don't know that off the top of your head, Steve, uh, is there a calculator? It's lower
2: than LMR 400 because it's a bigger cable. Um, But I would have to um, look it up uh, because that's – cable that i commonly don't uh, work around but it will be definitely less than 400
1: okay cool all right here's a question what is the best location to mount a mobile antenna that we've Ooh. seen right on the top he's pointing on, to the top of his head there right on the right top. on top on the top of the roof
2: or of the vehicle that mm. is the best Okay. But, <laughs> but other things to consider, if you're parking your vehicle in a garage, uh, then putting the antenna on the roof might not yeah. be the best of places. Uh, if you're comfortable drilling a hole in the top of the roof of your antenna of your vehicle. Then, but ideally, uh, for and we're, we're just talking about VHF, UHF, uh, um, that would be the most ideal
1: place because now you have the biggest ground plane and the most effective. Okay, good to know. All right, thank you for that question. Let's see if anybody has another. You could drop it in. We've got some time here left in this episode. Another question, what's the best way to start building radios? Oh, Hmm. Oh, okay. Well, this one is hmm. building radios. Let's uh, cut over to from... the, the new uh, Scotty shack here. As we're looking, oh, uh, okay. go back and watch <laughs> as you listen. <laughs> I'm going to cut the Scotty built this new bench, and it gives everybody what they call the, the chubby. Uh, so anyway, that'll the be trip. on the show show them to so, the look at the bench oh yeah go ahead, you, Steve. you may
0: have noticed uh, uh a different background now i have uh the maryland flag is no longer hiding a mess of shelving i have uh i've picked up a, a 99 dollar cheap uh workbench from the from the harbor freight and uh tricked it out and got all my not all my stuff on it but some of the stuff i have a even put a little uh, camera up there to look at that some, do some videos and stuff maybe uh uh, build some things but i have um just got into wanting to build a radio so i uh, like you know it's it's going to be obviously it's going to be a little, a little half watt thing or something and and i've started i just came up i can't believe that this 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 show has been off of my radar for so long but i just started listening to the solder smoke podcast with bill Mara and um and Pete Giuliano, and uh, those guys that's what that that's all the podcast is about is this them you know they're building their little little radios on a piece of copper board. And so, um, it's, I'm been enthralled with it and apparently they've been doing this podcast since like 2015 or something like that. And that's all they do is little radio. So I'm going to, they have lots of projects to follow along with. So that's what our, that's where I'm going to start building my radio.
1: Interesting. All right. Good piece of info. Anything yeah. to add to that, Steve?
2: I I'm, I'm still kind of hung up. is like is you're actually building the radio or you're building a radio station and, yeah. uh, but yeah, it's uh, what do you want to start out building, um, and uh, you know what's your ultimate goal? If if you're building from scratch, what? Uh, and you're building a radio, uh, you build you know want to build a transmitter or start with a transmitter? Is it going to be CW? Is it going to be solid? St- you know, and so if it's a CW or AM, is it going to be solid state? Or are you going? Uh, like a uh, vacuum tube, like the Bob Heil pine board project was, uh, where it was uh, everything, uh, it was just a tube, and then the wiring of that, the power supply, and uh, it was a basic, really basic radio. And uh, so, um, you know, figuring out what band you're going to operate, getting the components um, and crystals and, Other thing, it all depends. So, I'm a little, I need a little more information on that question what, where to start on the, uh, on the the building of the radio. But I think probably the first step is what's your, um, your skill set? Are you, are you think you're comfortable enough to do that? Is, are you comfortable enough and, uh, and had enough practice uh, soldering? Because soldering is, uh, kind of becoming a lost art, um, even though, it's really common in our hobby, but a lot of people have, they don't know how to solder and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, you know, you haven't been exposed, but, and uh, just your basic building set or skills, uh, to fabricate something is probably a good place to start. And as, and, and be honest with yourself, if you're, if your are is kind of not uh, where you think it is practice, 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 keep, uh, keep doing it and the more you do it the better you'll get and then you can tackle that project of a radio you know building a radio or whatever project you're going to be building i
0: okay. think uh the first thing would be building a, a receiver i think like a direct conversion receiver would probably be the, the best place to start before getting into trying to build something that transmits because oh, yeah good stuff good stuff i'm just getting into it myself i mean it's gonna be fun
1: don't forget the uh, sage words of bob heil
0: Don't get off. Oh, don't get off axes. Oh, no, you got to suck it. You got to be right here. So
1: it was a strange introduction to my ham radio experience. I've done some things I don't (laughs) know have benefited my (laughs) antenna system at all. But I had to listen to Bob and uh, (laughs) I did it. I just did it all. Next thing you know. That's where you are. So uh, before
2: before we go any farther, <laughs> it looks like the, the chat room has answered Sheena's uh, question. LMR 600 is almost exactly like the uh, same loss as a uh, half inch iliacs. Ooh. So and then uh, Ben uh, came in there at uh, 7200. It's 0.2 dB per 100 feet and uh, or 0.7 dB per 100 meters. So... Uh, so there there you go. So it's
1: equivalent to a uh, half-inch uh, heliacs. Wow. Good nice. on you, Ben.
0: Dynamite!
1: Thank way you, guys. To, way to help out. All right, we've done it again. Uh, you know, as you're listening and watching now, we start our Sunday evening net. Steve's going to be running on 20 meters. That's still the plan, right? He's got a beam, yep. and he whips it around, and he's like, hold on. He Steve is one of these guys that are like, hold on. Let me swing around the beam and all of us non-beamers are like,
0: son of a bitch, this guy's son too damn, my- yeah, yeah, is it all right? Swinging, swinging your oh, gordo's around. Hold on around. while I
2: swing the beam around. Hold on.
0: I will get you in <laughs> there we just
1: come. a second. We're going to need to swing the beam. Can you go, still hear me, girl? You hear me right? Can you hear me now? Is it any better for you?
0: So anyway, (laughs) hot sweaty beam.
1: So there you go. We fooled them again. Three alpha hotels wearing their sunglasses. (laughs) Get off my frequency. (laughs) You over there. Thank you all for coming by. We appreciate you. Live and our listening audience, if you're struggling with anything, we really want to know about it so we can try to help you. That's why we're here. We want to try to help people uh, improve their systems and their understanding. And there's so much to know. If you ever run into anybody who pretends to know it all, punch them in the ding ding. That means you, Sheena. (laughs) That means you punch. All right. Well, thank you, Steve w7 udi we appreciate you we'll be listening to you well, seven o'clock on the central dial he's going to be on 20 meters and what frequency do you like it's a touch too early and i know you've been busy but he kind of hangs around in a certain spot uh
2: 268 plus or minus whatever i'll, I'll right. post it in the uh, discord i'll have it in the uh on the uh, net logger so uh or just spin the dial and uh and find me and we'll uh, we'll go from there so we'll We'll be getting a little bit of a delayed start. I got to uh, take care of the dogs real quick, and then we'll be on the air here in a bit. Take some Don't time forget.
0: to swing that big beam around. Scotty swing has the a around.
1: doctorate uh, dissertation on swinging that beam and the gordos, the effect of moisture on the human psyche. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to read it. Can't wait to read it. Thank you all for coming by. We appreciate you. Thank you, Scotty. He's Scotty lovely. is KC3BXN, providing a lot of the behind-the-scenes action, if you will. Woo! Join us again next week for episode number... Is that it? Oh, we just paid for just a little bit of music. Is that how it ends? Oh, going to say, strike up the band. One well, quite finished. We'll see you all again next time. Don't forget, June 9th, 10th, and 11th is the 100 Watts in a Wire tune-up. Sunglasses are optional. Maybe, uh, should we pose for the thumbnail now? All you guys pose too, because the thumbnail will have to be something pompous with three dudes with sunglasses. (laughs) Finding a good (laughs) screen grab with uh, the three of us not looking cockeyed and one eye open and one's yawning. Yeah, yeah, he's got it.
0: Very good. They got plenty to work for now. Yeah, plenty yeah. We'll, to find, work with. we'll
1: find some good stuff in there. Appreciate you guys. Take care of yourselves. Look out for each other. And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. We'll see you on the air. See you next week. Seven three guys. Seven three. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100
2: wattsandawirecom